Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino, and we are loaded to the gills today. Matt Humans on the program. Best bets in football this weekend, along with how about this? Futures in college basketball. That sport about a month away. Paul Stone on the show. College football best bets this weekend, and it's the beginning of the NBA tonight. We'll talk to David Thorpe and Tom Habistro, and plus we'll tell you a little bit later on what the NHL is doing tonight needs to be copied from every other sport in this country. Niners go down last night, 22-17, losers at Minnesota, as Chris Berman has been telling us for decades. That's why they play the games. I mean, who saw that performance coming overall? A loss is a loss, whatever. But I mean, for Kirk Cousins to throw for 378 and for those receivers, Sands, Justin Jefferson, to torch the Niners secondary, yeah, that's the part that I'm like watching the game thinking to myself, I can't wrap my head around what's going on right now. Can't believe it. I know. Uh, Cousins was great. O'Connell called a great game. Again, another ridiculous loss by the 49ers. Fluky plays going against them, like the Browns game. And now this one, the Addison touchdown before halftime. It's a bad play because the clock's going to run out. And not only does Ward not intercept it, he can't tackle him, and he takes it into the for a touchdown. So that is just another head-scratching loss for the 49ers. And, and I don't know, things change now for Minnesota. I mean, you look, at they have an easy schedule coming up. The defense continues to improve and get better. You know, you look at all these teams about who's going to make the playoffs in the NFC. Does Minnesota now uh, keep these guys Mm -hmm. and go for it? I mean, they saved their season. They somehow shocked the 49ers. McCaffrey with the fumble. I mean, welcome to the NFL, right? Everything you've been talking about last last couple weeks and what you said yesterday, it's a week-to-week league. And again, survivor and carnage with uh, five of the top seven teams selected going out, and the Browns got the miracle win with one of the two wins there. Yeah, you're exactly right. So after last night, now Minnesota's 3-4. and four. I can't imagine they're going to be major sellers now at the deadline, which is uh, a week from today. At 3-4, and four, they're in the mix, certainly, for a wild-card spot in the NFC. Cousins awesome, 378 yards, two touchdowns overall. Here is the schedule coming up. They're at Green Bay. Mm-hmm. They are at Atlanta. They get Indy at home, and they go play at Denver. So three of the next four are on the road. Now, I, you brought up Survivor. I would be careful, however, this week using Minnesota. I, I don't know if it was going to be a consideration for many people or not, but just be careful using them at Green Bay 
because I had the thought as well. It's a team coming off of a Monday night game, so it's going to be a short week. It's a road team in a divisional spot. And I'm saying this because I just got bounced using Buffalo on one of my tickets. It's not a good taste yep. in your mouth when that happens. So, yep. uh, And Green Bay's awful. We all know that. And that Minnesota team should be able to handle Green Bay. But crazy things happen in this sport every single week. Sure. Also, like, like, like that, like uh, they showed right early in the game, when it's third and 10 or longer, opponents were one of 19 converting on San Francisco. And of course, Cousins picks it up. Oh, yeah. And it leads to points. So phenomenal on third down and just a bad performance by the San Francisco defense in a, in a weird game again. You know, another thing, should should the 49ers really chew clock? When you have that many weapons, you see how much time they let tick down? After, oh, I know. You I know, know the Vikings, I like how the Vikings have played the last couple weeks. They should shorten the game. Defense is playing well. You don't have your best player. You know, use Addison, use Hawkinson, try to establish the run with Madison. You keep, keep Kirk in third and manageable. And they should be an under machine as they every game has gone under but one. But with the 49ers, I mean, you should just let loose and go, go, go and go up tempo because you have so many weapons. And it's, you know, shortening the game, I think, is a bad move by Shanahan. How big was the fumble from McCaffrey? How much did that change the game, in your opinion? I think that was enormous. They were going to go down and score. They were going to go up, right? I was convinced of that. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, they were set up with that great INT by Ward. Overall, he did not have a good game. He was cooked several times by Jordan Addison, but I thought the, the Niners were to go down and score a touchdown, and there was just kind of a fluky fumble where because of the way McCaffrey's body was contorted and he was bringing the ball back, it hit the guy's helmet the way it appeared, and then he's on the ground. He's going to grab the ball again, and here comes the offensive lineman trying to grab it as well, and they give the ball up like that. Um, so that was a rough kind of fluky play there, but also you brought up O'Connell in the game plan the, that he had last night. How about what he did right before halftime? when the 49ers were going down to score a touchdown or to put points on the board and they were getting the ball back at halftime, this guy said, you know what, I'm taking timeouts here because if and when they do score, we're going to get the ball back and maybe we can put some points on the board. We'll take a shot, and if we do, that kind of interrupts that whole middle eight where the Niners have the ball before halftime then get it back. And they, they how, how does that touchdown happen? How? It's embarrassing. Like I said, it should have been intercepted, but at the very least, you got to tackle the guy. And if you tackle the guy, the, the half expires. The clock runs out. That's just it's just a horrible F-minus all the way around. You know, and the other thing, Shanahan's got to be more aggressive because you now you have a kicker who has the yips. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he made a long one, but still. I mean, if it's fourth and manageable any time with the weapons you have, you better go for it. And, and now this guy, too. So he said all the right things after the Cleveland loss about, well, this play, this play, this play. Yeah, but if Moody makes the kick, you win the game. Right. And he missed two. And now he comes out and he misses another one. Oh, yeah, and he's slipping in so, the pregame. They right. showed that video last night during the game for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. So I thought that was a big spot in the, in the contest as well. And how about, well, flip it for a second here. How about O'Connell punting fourth and four at about the, you know, give or take 43-yard line of San Francisco, 42-yard line, they punted late. This is the fourth quarter we're talking about now. It goes right into the end zone. They gained 22 yards on that. Yes. Now, now the yes. Niners never came down, went down and scored. But in a spot like that, are we sure we want to give? And Purdy threw those two INTs that were not great late in the game as well. So that's on him. But I thought for sure for that team to be, maybe be a little bit more aggressive in that spot would have been uh, the answer as well. But he didn't. Yeah. Well, this is why we can't have nice things also. 49ers are so hot, they blow out Dallas, and then the injuries start happening and what's gone on. So they have a big game coming up, taking on Cincinnati. So uh, when you look at this and see how many tough games are coming up with the Niners, if Atlanta had a quarterback, they could get the one seed. Or if, if Ritter continues to improve, I'll say it that way, because Atlanta's schedule is so easy that here's two losses for the Niners already, and there could be more losses coming up. Even though I think the Niners are uh, the best team in the league, and it's, it shouldn't be close when they're healthy. But these are some tough games here. Cincinnati at Jacksonville. You got to go to Seattle on Christmas. You know? You think they're just going to coast and get the one seed? No problem? Well, how about that back-to-back-to-back? -to -back -to -back? They go at Seattle, at Philly, then Seattle again. No, coasting, no. I think Atlanta might be the wrong team. I, I'm picking up what you're putting down here. There's another team that got shellacked this weekend who I like to bounce back big time coming up this Monday night. I'm not oh, going really? I'm not counting out the All Lions right. for yeah. the one seed. Oh, that could be. Yeah, sure. I'm not telling sure. you the, the Lions are in the same class as yeah. uh, San Francisco or Philadelphia. I still think the Lions are a damn good football team, and uh, I expect them to fully bounce back coming up this week, but that might be, be, be the team there. 
in the NFC. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, that schedule is they could lose to Cincinnati. Bengals off the bye. Can they can they go to Jacksonville and lose that game? Sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You think so? Yeah. Yes. I think that you're a little bit higher on Jacksonville yeah. than yes. I am, but well, I would yes, agree. I am. That's yes. a losable game. Yeah. Jacksonville's good. Yeah, they are. Um, but yeah, it's certainly Detroit has an easy schedule as well. And that was just, uh, you know, your back-to-back road games and you ran into Baltimore's A-plus uh, a game in that one. So it's getting juicy. The other thing, the public just got hammered. I mean, the, the books just cleaned up. I mean, every when you saw the betting splits and what the public was on, it was just a disaster. Every game was just 80% of the bets, 85% of the bets, 78% of the bets. I think that was the whole weekend, wasn't it? Not only only forget about covering, it couldn't even win the games in a lot of these. So it was just a a huge weekend for the books, which is unfortunate. Mm -hmm. Tough to win road games. By by the way, do we dial it back now a little bit with that narrative of uh, Kirk Cousins in prime time? Does that erase any of the history that he's had? It hasn't been pretty for him. It's a complicated legacy. He's, you're not going to win anything with the guy. He has one career playoff win, and he's made a ton of cash. But, you know, what's going to – he probably – you know, last year you go to the playoffs, everyone thought they were a fraud, and they lose. And then here, every break's going against them, yet they're still three and four. And then they'll probably win eight games, and they're going to move on and, and draft someone. And then Cousins will go somewhere else, and, you know, it's, it's a complicated legacy. Yeah. I think Aikman's out of his mind. I don't have him – he played great last night. He's on a top-ten quarterback. Mm. But uh, – you know, it's it's a, it's a good story though in terms of RG three was the guy in Washington, and they draft Cousins and then whoop I'm going to get in there and then he's he's made so much money and been around in this league for a long time. Imagine but, this Vikings team earlier in the year if they didn't have the uh, turnover problem. Bingo. Maybe sitting at I'm just going to say five yeah. they, five and two is very easy for this team well, right I, now. Yeah, I mean Tampa and, and the Chargers you blew both games right yeah, there. Yeah, and they were in it with the Chiefs. That's right. One play here the non, the non call in the end zone. That's right. That's right. Let me let me run one future by you. Mm-hmm. Two more touchdowns last night. Jordan Addison. Any chance here? I know there's a lot of football left. Can he, if they're a non-playoff yeah. team, Addison, can he win the Offensive Rookie of the Year? He's in the 12 or 14 to 1 range. It's going to be hard to come close to what Puka's going to do, and then the whole world's in love with Stroud. I mean, everybody loves but the I, guy. Yeah, but I could see Stroud maybe coming back down to earth, and we start seeing interceptions, but how can he... Even if Jefferson misses more time in the rest of the season, it's just Puka's going to put up stupid numbers every yeah. week. Well, that's what he has going for him for sure, is that mm-hmm. he's got his numbers have taken off since, as you would expect, Jefferson missing time now, and they throw the ball a ton, and Cousins is having a good year. And so he's in that range. He, look, I mean, I saw um, a stat last night. Where was he taken, 23rd in the draft? I think so, yeah. So he has six touchdowns. Every other skilled player taken ahead of him is combined for two. And just like Christian Watson last year, when nobody was running away with that award, the Packers were trying to get him touchdowns yeah. every single week. And if he had scored like a dozen, which could have happened, maybe he wins it. If this guy scores 12, 13 touchdowns, is that, would that be enough to overtake a guy like Puka? And, I, I don't know. I don't know. He's quietly having a really good rookie season. Well, he could put up Jefferson numbers now, though, now that Jefferson's out. So, But also, you have to look at Hawkinson props moving forward, too. Yeah. Win-lose up next. NBA starts tonight. We'll give you some uh, live betting strat- uh, strategies from VEASAN's betting guide and tell you why betting alternate win totals is a good idea. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast 
is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, congrats to everyone who has futures on the Rangers, and you're halfway home. Uh, Garcia to go deep, plus 260 to win ALCS MVP 13-1. to And before the season, Texas to win the American League 20-1. to you got 15 after you bought in early and thought, right. hey, this team is... Uh, well, you we were both high on this team, I want to say, early yeah. May. Very early May. What a job by Bochy. Oh, Mike. Think about that for a second. You lose to Grom. You trade for Scherzer. He gets hurt. Gray gets hurt late in the year. Montgomery becomes a stud playoff time. You're winning key games with Haney. <laughs> you win a game seven on the road. Bochy's never lost a game seven. Oh, nuts. Seeger to go deep plus 250. And I missed this Sunday. A grand slam was 11 to 1. Will Hill and Caesars put that up every day as well. Rangers to score in the first inning plus 230. To win the first inning on the three-way plus 295. Astros to score in the first plus 210. I mean, it's just... But now, Scherzer and Javier, all the props, easy unders, no problem. But I thought if that was going to happen, a pitcher would be Scherzer. I mean, Javier didn't give you a chance. No, you were you were drowning in the pool, the deep end, Yep. 15 minutes into the game, and there was no help on the way. Uh-huh. How easy was that stuff, though, right? With the Scherzer again, everything under? I mean, it's just... I, I, I oh, mean, right, because The same was, game parlays, it's just... Oh, of course, piling up. up. Because, again, the, Paul, that was, like... Tr- was that even a sign of trouble? They're like, ah, we better not risk it much the, longer. Uh, yeah, there were two on, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure, sure. Addison first touchdown, 12-1. to to score two or more touchdowns, 20 to 1. Missed extra point, plus 230. In the early game, Fam to go deep, plus 875. Guriel, 7 to 1. And the daily K prop, most strikeouts of the day, Kelly gets there, plus 250. Subscribe, be part of the team, vsun.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. Always an eclectic mix. Good dog video here. Look at the little guy helping out. Yeah, clean here. Okay, yeah. I noticed something here. We get the person's vacuuming, and he's lifting up his bed about with his mouth. You got to get under here. All right? You got you missed a spot, right? Grab this. Smart dog. Look at him. He, he got lots up. of dust. Yes, Come on. right. Yeah, he keeps moving his bed and adjusts it with his mouth when the uh, owner's trying to clean here as well. Volume all the way up. This is great. Darth Gator see Darth with his own music. Far away. I don't know if you can see that. It's the Imperial March. See if Darth Gator uh, reacts to his music again. It's not very loud. Oh, here's it. Oh, here he comes. Now, they can't move fast, but that's he knows that's his theme music. Imperial March, and here comes Darth Gator all the way up, and he walks right up to the owner. And hey, how you doing? Yeah, that's my theme music. It's like he's walking into the UFC octagon. Yeah. That is something, Now, right? see, this this takes me back to yeah. that question you posed last week. Yes, right. Could you survive against a gator, a bear, or a rhino? That that guy coming out, and I have a lot of respect for this fellow right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I take my chances with the gator. Right, right. Well, we saw the video last week where the guy hitting him with a frying pan and, and, and the guy in the head, and the guy ran off. Look at this. Look at the snack he gets, right? Uh, he knows. Good boy. As he comes all the way up with his march, and then he gets uh, with his theme music, and then gets the snack as well. Yeah. 
excellent. What a time to be alive. The NBA starts tonight. Big game in college football with Liberty. Frozen Fury. Frozen, fro- excuse me, frozen Frenzy. What hockey's doing tonight. All four major sports in action. Game seven. No better time of the year to be a sports better. Sign up now. Get full VEASAN Pro access. Everything we do through May 1st for 120. Daily best bets. Betting splits. NFL draft. NBA, NHL regular seasons. Limited time offer. And what an offer it is through May 1st. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Sign up now. Okay, so here's what hockey is doing tonight. Every team is playing. A game starts at 6 o'clock Eastern, then 6.30, then 6.45. Basically, every 15 minutes, a new game is starting until a little bit later on in the evening when there's a half an hour separation, then maybe 45 minutes before the late games. This goes all the way until 11 o'clock Eastern tonight. It's awesome. It's capped up by Philadelphia playing out here against Vegas. It's a great idea. I've been saying about this now for the NFL for more than a decade that the NFL should do this every single Sunday. Stagger your start times by 15 minutes to a half an hour. I think... And there are, so this is such a crazy nine sports. You have this entire card in the NHL, two games in the NBA, that sport begins, and a game seven in Major League Baseball. So it's phenomenal. But I hope this comes across as well as I think it's going to, where baseball and definitely NBA should uh, consider this down the road. I love the idea. This is brilliant. Yeah. No, I totally agree. And I would love to see the NFL do this. And this is a great job by hockey. And by the way, one of those games early, I think it's at four Pacific, Carolina, Tampa. And Carolina, 6-0 and to the over. Yeah. I mean, you told me at the at the stadium swim cabana, you said, did you see this Carolina total? Against, I go, what is it? Six. I go, six. You know, and it just, it gets there midway through the second period right. with these. That's one thing. It's one thing to be 6-0 and to the over. These are getting there in the second period. Oh, they're easy with these over Carolina so far. Games. Right. Right. Okay, so with the NBA season starting tonight, let me give you a couple of things from the guide. Out now, of course, when you become a vSIM Pro subscriber. Um, this is a great breakdown and find from Kelly Bidlin here on the network. You know, we, we always talk about betting alternate win totals in the NFL and how those come in so many times. Well, he went back and looked um, from the 2020 season on, and uh, the number of teams with win totals off by three-plus wins Meaning, like, let's say Vegas put a team, or Vegas, the, the, everybody across the country has a total of 47 on the Lakers, for example. How many times would a team like that be off by three or more wins at the end of the year? It happened with 19 teams that year, 22 teams the year after, and 21 teams last year. How about the number of teams where the win totals are off by five wins? 17 last year, 11 the year before, 14 the year before that, and now... DraftKings, of course, they're posting other books, uh, right? Alternate win totals on the NBA where you can get a better price. This, I mean, it's tough for these teams to land exactly where the number is posted just because so many things can happen during the season where you could have injuries, mm-hmm. you could have yeah. uh, team trading players, or you could have a team, you know, that far, like the Kings last year, they could far exceed expectations, they fly over the total. All these examples are, are possible. So keep that in mind. Also, live betting strategies. Kelly pointed out it's all about shooting percentages. And he, point, he wrote, let's say Team A is favored by five pregame. They're down 12 middle of the second quarter. Take a peek at the box score. You see Team A is shooting 39% from the floor, 18% from, from three, while Team B is shooting 53% and 47 from downtown. He goes, it might be time to take a peek at Team A. Those numbers are going to regress on both sides. Okay. Fair, right? Yeah. Excited mm-hmm. for tonight. Good doubleheader. Uh, hello, Southern California. Very high on the Lakers. Uh, if you can find it, you know, draft can got an incredible menu. I think the Lakers are in play for the one seed. I love what they did to bring in Vincent and Prince. And uh, and certainly the, everything changed once Palinka made those great moves oh, yeah. late in the season. The Lakers were top five defensively to close. The Lakers closed the season 18-8. and eight, And that was when LeBron missed some games as well. So once they got rid of Westbrook and made those moves at the deadline, everything changed for the Lakers, and they go to the conference finals and were swept, but it was, all those games were close against Denver. Uh, but the other thing is my takeaway, and if you can put that up again, Luke, look at DraftKings in the Western Conference. Look how many teams are in the 45-44 to 44 range for a win total. It's like eight, nine teams when they're in that range. So, OKC, okay, oh. 43 and a half, Dallas, 44 and a half. 
Clippers 46 and a half, Sacramento 44 and a half, Memphis 44 and a half, New Orleans 43 and a half, Minnesota 44 and a half. I mean, this is nuts about all these teams bunched up in that same number in that same area. So uh, the West is stacked. The, the, I, you know, who's going to get the one seed win totals? It's, uh, it's completely opposite of the East where it's Milwaukee and Boston and then a big gap. I would agree with that. Now, because of this, right, and I've taken, a, taken in a lot of uh, NBA information. I think our guide is outstanding. It's beautiful. It's uh, easy to navigate mm-hmm. and read. I read a lot of that over the previous week. Also, listening to podcasts, this was pointed. And Kevin Pelton had this on ESPN per his win projections. He doesn't have anybody winning 50 games in the West. Wow. So, because they're so close, that, yeah. could a team, mm-hmm. if they hit their absolute ceiling, sneak out and win the one seed overall? And I, I, one of the teams that he had winning high 40s was Minnesota. What if it clicks this year? And all these other teams are so close. Minnesota's like in the 35-1 to 1 range to get the West, uh, number one seed in the West. Maybe, maybe it doesn't work there, but there's a team like that that's possible to sneak up and be like, where'd this come from? Like the Kings last year doing what they did. Mm-hmm. So I think that can happen. I would look. You could also take a look at Golden State, too. I love Golden State win total over. But everything went wrong, and they still won 44 games. You had the fight from day one with Poole. They didn't play defense on the road. And now you get CP3, and I know you're high on Kaminga. And you had Wiggins missed a ton of games. Sure. And they they can't win 48 games? That's crazy. And they still have. Now, I love Phoenix, but they're not a regular season team because they're not concerned about the depth. But Phoenix will be a problem, but not... I don't think they can win 52 games. We'll get best bets for the college football and NFL weekend from Matt Humans coming up next. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. This is like Thanksgiving dinner here. You know, a little more on the plate. Now college basketball about to tip off. Get our annual betting guide humans top 25 rankings who could be this year's florida atlantic wooden award candidates the only way to get the guys become a vsin pro subscriber it's been said by many no one knows college basketball like matt humans and wes reynolds sign up now for just 120 get vsin pro access everything we do until may 1st college basketball season through the madness for 120 Sign up today, vcin.com slash subscribe. All right, well, here we go. Matt Humans joins the program now, also a host here on the network. His show is called vcin Tonight. It's at 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 Pacific, Monday through Friday. Uh, Matt, you're going to stick around here for two segments today. We'll get your college basketball futures coming up in the next segment. Let's begin today with some of your uh, college football and uh, NFL best bets for the weekend um, I was against USC last weekend uh, when they played Utah. I didn't have them losing the game, but outright, there you go, another loss. Are you going to be fading the Trojans again this week, taking on Cal? Nice job by you getting on uh, Utah in that game. The, the Sharps were betting USC like yep. it was going to be an easy double-digit win last week. So you went opposite the Sharps and you get a win. I'm, I'm going to bet against um, uh, USC this week, take Cal plus 11.5. Justin Wilcox is a really good defensive coach. Despite what happened in the Oregon State game a couple weeks ago, uh, I did see a lot of life out of the Golden Bears offense in that game. They put up 448 yards against Oregon State. Of course, uh, Bears gave up 499. But I think uh, the the bigger question here is what's going to be the psychology of uh, the USC team? Uh, Trojans still got a shot to play for the Pac-12 championship, obviously, but uh, they got to be demoralized after Mm -hmm. what's happened. Blowout loss to Notre Dame. Uh, really getting pushed around by U- Utah. They got bullied in that game, and uh, we're lucky to even have a lead late. I know it looks like uh, Utah pulled that one out of the fire with the late field goal, but USC was lucky to even have the lead. And uh, did you guys see that uh, Lincoln Riley missed his coach's show I last night because he was, quote, under the weather. I uh, saw Suddenly it. he's sick. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I don't like any of that. That happened. They also, the players weren't allowed to talk to the media after the game. Riley yeah. also said, we, I guess we weren't able to handle the high expectations. Pfft, I mean, come on. It, it, it's ugly. So I'm picking up what you're putting down there. Excellent points uh, 
Matt, how about how about Oregon and Utah? This opened four here at circuits up to seven. Utah, non-COVID, by the non-COVID. They haven't lost at home since September of 2018 to the Washington team that went to the playoff that year. Yeah, I'm tempted to play Utah here. I'm not sure what I'm going to do yet, uh, but I, I am tempted to play the Utes. And I've, I've got a bunch of dogs on my card this week I'm looking at playing, and that's one of them. I'm actually considering taking 17 with uh, Coach Prime and the Buffaloes off a of bye and that embarrassing loss to Stanford uh, as well. The U- UCLA quarterback situation is a little bit unsettled, uh, but I have not sold myself on that game yet. And uh, also looking at, you know, this BYU-Texas game is interesting mm-hmm. uh, this week. I'm actually going to go to this game in Austin. And um, uh, Quinn Ewers is out mm-hmm. with a shoulder injury. So it looks like Malik Murphy and maybe even Arch Manning is going to see the field for the Longhorns this week. So I would not expect a high level of offensive efficiency out of Texas in that game. I'm just not sure if I can trust BYU. might look under the total in that one. But you're right, Paul. Utah, Colorado, maybe BYU. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what I'm going to do in the Florida-Georgia game, if anything, but uh, there are some big dogs I'm yeah. looking at playing. I have not pulled the trigger on a bet yet. That also seems like too many points with uh, with, with what Georgia's laying as well. And here's one, too. Mm-hmm. I'm on this game. I'm with you. It's a night game in Madison. Uh, Ohio State prime for a letdown. I mean, they didn't do anything special on offense. <laughs> it was just throwing uh, safe stuff to Harrison. He's so talented, he ate him up with the yak. But it was ugly for three quarters. Uh, Wisconsin got the ball, go, uh, got the offense going in the fourth quarter. Allen had a lot of rushing yards. If I can get a turnover early here, I think the Buckeyes laying more than two touchdowns is crazy. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I like the Badgers here, and I circled this game before the season. Obviously, at that time, you think they're going to have Chesma Lucy at running back, Tanner Mordecai at quarterback, and it's going to be a different Wisconsin team, much different team than we're going to see right now. But the spot is really good off the Penn State game. And now the Buckeyes go to Madison and face a Wisconsin team that really rallied big time, 18-0 in the fourth quarter to uh, take down Illinois. And I think you're seeing a little bit of life out of the quarterback position now. And uh, Braylon Allen, he's still a stud, one of the best running backs in the country, 333 yards in the last three games against pretty good defenses, Illinois, Iowa, and uh, Rutgers. The key here is Badgers just can't fall behind in this game because I, I don't think they can play catch-up. They're not going to be very good in that role, but the crowd's going to be hyped. The Buckeyes in a bit of a flat spot off the game against Penn State, and I think Wisconsin's defense is good enough to uh, keep them in it because I felt like, and I said this going into the Notre Dame game, this Ohio State team is really, really overrated, mm. especially offensively. Now you got Marvin Harrison Jr., like you said, who's going to be the best player on the field, but I don't see a lot else to get excited about. Uh, with the Buckeyes offensively. So I think this Wisconsin defense can keep it within the number and uh, the 14 and a half. Let's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Matt Humans, his show is called VSIN Tonight. It's Monday through Friday, 9 Eastern, 6 Pacific, right here on the network. How about the uh, very late game that we have on Saturday night? And crazy things happen, hence it being called Pac 12 after dark. But uh, Arizona has been very good. Uh, and they're going to play spoiler, I think, at some point. And they've been close to shocking other teams uh, so far this season. They're catching three and a half against Oregon State. Do you like the dog in this matchup? Well, I know Paul likes the fish sandwich at Burger King, right, Paul? You yeah. like that? Yeah, not bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I like Jed Fish at Arizona. He's doing a <laughs> hell of a job, and he really has turned this program around. Noah Fafita, that little quarterback who's uh, stepped in for Jaden Delora. How about uh, 645 yards passing in the last two games against USC and Washington State? And one of the most shocking scores I've seen all season is the Wildcats go to Pullman and beat Washington State 44-6 to before the bye, outgained the Cougars 516-234. to And previous to that, Arizona played Washington to the wire in Tucson in a 31-24 loss. I really, really like the offensive personnel on this Washington team, and as Jed Fish was talking about after the Oregon, uh, after the Washington State game, that this Arizona defense has improved dramatically from what we saw a year ago and even from early in the season. And, um, you know, again, I don't really trust – the Beavers are money at home. Wouldn't bet against them at home. But you can bet against them on the road, and I like Arizona plus three and a half on Saturday night. All right, Matt, little NFL here. I did not see that performance from Gardner Minshew coming against the Browns defense, but uh, tip of the cap yep. to him. He was very, very good despite losing – 
And now they're at home laying a single point against a uh, Saints team that seems to be broken, especially on offense. They're coming off long rest, though, here. They played the Thursday game against Jacksonville. Who do you like in this spot? Well, I like the Colts minus one. And um, I think the officiating crew stole a win from the Colts on Sunday. I was disgusted. Absolutely disgusted at the officiating in that game. And uh, I think the Colts get a little bit of uh, redemption here and beat the Saints. Before that late rally against the Jaguars, the Saints had one touchdown drive and 30 drives at home. They're kicking field goals when they get in the red zone. And I really, really liked what I saw with the Colts offensively. We're talking about a Browns defense that was number one in the league, allowing about 200 yards a game. And the Colts put up 456 yards on Cleveland, outgained uh, the Browns 456 to 316, had 6.8 yards per play. And uh, I like a lot of what I saw in the Colts on both sides of the ball in that game. And unfortunately, uh, like I said, the officials stole that one. I I, I just don't have a – I don't hold the Saints in a very high regard. I I don't think the betting market does either. And um, Colts minus one looks like uh, a play for me. This is a really good week if you like teasers in the NFL. And uh, you've, you've got some teams favored in that eight and a half point range this week that don't, you know, don't look like they're going to lose. Talking about the Bills, Chiefs, Chargers, Lions, uh, so I think it's going to be a pretty good teaser week as well. I'll, I'll give you another game, maybe, maybe, because I saw that uh, globally speaking, Matt, there was a book that moved Miami down to eight last Ooh, night at okay. home. That, this was twelve yeah. and a half on the yeah. look ahead. Most spots have, they have a nine and a half, but. Uh, that to me would be getting in that range where you could absolutely play the Dolphins. Yeah, I agree with that too, because even though the Patriots beat the Bills, going on the road to face the Dolphins is going to be a different story this week, and I think the Dolphins blow them out and probably put up a big number offensively. Yeah, so you were on the Patriots almost every week uh, this (laughs) season. Did you bail on that idea last week, or did you still bet them? No, I used them as a contest play. Okay. I had a small bet on the Patriots plus eight. I just didn't put it in my picks because I'm catching so much crap from people for uh, playing the Patriots every week. So <laughs> huh. I, I had to stick with them. I actually, you know, you've seen enough from the Bills the previous two weeks. I thought the Bills were going to be uh, a, a tri- kind of a fragile favorite on the road in Foxborough. All right, Matt, sticking around for one more segment. Our College Hoops betting guide is now available as well. Uh, I took uh, took a look at that bad boy yesterday it is a loaded every conference is in there matt helped put it together we'll ask him about starting a portfolio with current future numbers to win the national championship coming up next on follow the money it's visa the sports betting network Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio, ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. 
That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. New customers can bet $5 in pocket, 200 in bonus bets instantly at DraftKings. All customers can get a no-sweat, same-game parlay every day. Download the app. Use promo code FOLLOW when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. I was checking out the college basketball betting guide here at VSIN yesterday. Matt, you and Sal put it together with a, uh, uh, a fine list of uh, college basketball diehards writing up that magazine and that uh, the uh, the guide overall. It's loaded again. Every conference is in there, and Matt Eumanns remains on the horn with us to go over some of his um, future bets that he would recommend. So I'll, I'll tell you this, Matt. Um, I have a friend here in town who has been a lifelong Kansas diehard basketball fan, and he told me months ago, this is when Hunter Dickinson uh, transferred over to Kansas. He told me his first reaction like that night was, see what you can find on him to, wood, to, to win the Wooden Award because he is going to be the best big guy Self is ever going to have running that high-low mm-hmm. offense that he's put together. And Self has had, the, the talent that this guy's had with the Jayhawks over the years is, you can't even, you know, um, it's countless, the, the big guys who have been really, really good. What do you think of Dickinson? What do you think of Kansas overall? I like Kansas a lot. I don't have Kansas rated number one, but very close. And uh, the day... Hunter Dickinson announced he was going to Kansas. I bet Kansas 15 to one to win it all. And I read last week that Bill Self said that uh, Hunter Dickinson is the best offensive big man he's ever coached. And that's saying a lot because mm-hmm. he's coached a lot of really good offensive big men. But I've watched Dickinson, you know, play a lot of games in Michigan, and he's an outstanding passer and perimeter shooter. And uh, the way he can move all over the floor and score from different points of the floor. But the thing is, he makes everybody on the floor better. Uh, because he's so good as a uh, as a passer and just what he does on the offensive end. So I think Kansas has got a ton of potential, and when you're trying to forecast teams, you're always looking for experience in the backcourt. And the point guard, DeWan Harris, has 77 career starts. You've got a couple other veterans coming back, K.J. Adams, Kevin McCuller, and uh, the usual assortment of uh, you know high-profile recruits that the Jayhawks get, uh, Marco Jackson, Johnny Furfree, Jamari McDowell, uh, Nicholas Timberlake, a Towson transfer, who's a three-point shooting specialist. I like this team a lot. I'm a little bit concerned about the depth because I actually had a lot of defections after last season, lost a couple guys to the NBA. So I don't, I'm not sure if uh, Kansas is going to be great right off the bat, but I think this team's got a ton of potential because of Dickinson. So I did play the 15-1, to and uh, he's going to be live to win player of the year as well. I'm not sure what DraftKings has up on Dickinson right now. Is it about 4-1 to one with Zach E. Diaz from Purdue as a favorite? Yep. Yeah. Uh, it was a weird year for the futures market. I mean, you saw some huge long shots come in. Uh, Florida Atlantic goes to the Final Four, San Diego State, Miami as well, and then UConn at a big price after they got off to a slow start. Uh, but what do you think? Who could be this year's Florida Atlantic? Yeah, it's interesting. I look back at uh, the Ken Pomeroy ratings from the preseason last year, and it shows you that you know you really can't emphasize stats that much when you're forecasting these teams. Pomeroy last year had Kentucky number one in the preseason and UConn number 27. Wow. Mitch, how'd Kentucky's, how'd Kentucky's <laughs> season turn out? <laughs> yeah, you like know, a, t- so. a typical Calipari coach team. <laughs> so when I, actually, when I uh, evaluate teams in November, I don't go too deep into statistical analysis. So basically, do my personnel evaluations in seven categories. Coaching, backcourt, big men, experience, three-point shooting, defense and rebounding being a category in depth, and uh, the first three categories with the most emphasis. And uh, Michigan State came out as my top team. I bet Michigan State at 20-1 to over the summer uh, to win it. But when you're looking at uh, longer shots, uh, Paul, to answer your question about who could be Florida Atlantic or Miami this year, I'm I'm not going to say Arkansas is that type of team because they're not an uh, under-the-radar type of team. But if you're looking beyond those top favorites, Arkansas – Arizona, Creighton, uh, Colorado, and St. John's are two potential long shots. I'm going to give you 
Colorado, St. John's, and possibly St. Mary's, even though I'm not quite as excited about St. Mary's in the big picture. Rick Pitino's got a team at St. John's that I think is going to uh, surpass what all the pundits think because you got 6'11 senior Joel Soriano. He had 25 double-doubles last season. Patino has brought in a bunch of impact transfers, and this is going to be a really talented team, and we know how great he is as a coach. Patino's going to win more than 20 games and get to the tournament and have a shot to get to the Final Four as a Cinderella type of team. And watch out for Colorado as well because um, Tad Boyle is uh, not hyped like Coach Prime, but this is a sleeper <laughs> team in the Pac-12. 84% of their scoring comes back. Two of the league's top five returning scorers, Tristan DeSova and a junior guard, K.J. Simpson. And uh, they got an outstanding recruiting class, by the way. And the Buffaloes going to be ready for prime time. So I think Colorado and St. John's would be two teams, I would say, uh, could be Cinderella types. Oh, okay, but as of right now, you would say that Mich- if you can find Michigan State around 18-1, to 1, that would be your favorite bet on the Futures board right now? 18-1 to is the best number you can find on Michigan State, and that's at the Westgate Superbook. And um, I bet 20-1. to But, yeah, I would take anything 15-1 to or higher. I love this Michigan State team. Came out top team on my ratings. Um, A scale of 100, Michigan State came out with a 94. You got a fifth-year senior, Tyson Walker, a fourth-year junior, A.J. Hogard, another junior, Jaden Akins in the backcourt. Jeremy Fears, a freshman point guard, a McDonald's All-American. The front line, always strong, defense rebounding. 6'8 power forward Malik Hall, 6'9 center Matty Sissoko, 6'11 backup center Carson Cooper. You've got a couple other big men, including Cohen Carr, who's a 6'6 athletic freak, and Xavier Booker, 6'11 freshman, another McDonald's All-American. And uh, Tom Izzo, who usually downplays his team, actually said last week that he loves this team. And I think that's a, a really good sign. Mm. And... Izzo also, his, he goes 10 to 12 deep with high-quality players on this roster. He said, they're not going to play the typical Big Ten style this year. Michigan State's actually going to play pressure defense and run at every opportunity. So I like a lot of what I see about Michigan State, and that's my top-ranked team with Kansas number two, Purdue number three, and uh, Duke four, Marquette five. That's how my rankings come out. Uh, right now in the Beeson College Basketball Betting Guide. Yeah, I'm looking at Michigan State right now. I draft Kings there plus 550 to make the Final Four. Mm-hmm. I also like adding Final Four bets to the old portfolio. A team right below them is Houston at 6-1. to one. Kelvin Sampson, seemingly Matt, always has a loaded team here with the Cougars, but now it's year number one in the Big 12. What are your expectations for this program? Well, I like Houston. I've got Houston rated number eight. Uh, they did lose two NBA first-round picks. And uh, I think Kelvin Sampson's going to be reloading here, kind of like Eric Musselman is at Arkansas. You get LJ Cryer, a transfer from Baylor, Damian Dunn, a transfer from Houston. And this was a team that was uh, number two in the nation in scoring defense a year ago. I like Arkansas a little bit better. I think if you're looking for a team, and we've seen the uh, Razorbacks make some uh, tournament runs here the last couple of years, I think uh, Arkansas has been to three consecutive Sweet 16s. It's time to break through. I think uh, I would I would give like I would recommend the uh, Razorbacks a little bit uh, more I think than I would Houston. Okay, who do you like in about a minute here, Matt? Who do you like as a bet right now to win the Wooden Award? Kyle Filipowski at Duke, and That's, I think okay. Hunter, Hunter Dickinson is going to be there too. And I just think that uh, Zach Eady at Purdue's most dominant player coming back, but Purdue's got a more talented roster this year. They got four new players. They're much deeper. I'm not sure they're going to run the offense through the low post as much as a year ago, so Edie's numbers might decline. If that's the case, it's really going to open things up, I think, for Hunter Dickinson and Kyle Filipowski, a seven-foot sophomore who can run the floor, shoot threes, 15 points, nine rebounds a game. Duke's going to be a team, 127 games a year ago, is going to be a team that wins you know, close to 30 again this year. So I would say Dickinson and uh, Filipowski, who's, what, 9-1 to one right now at DraftKings? I like mm-hmm. Filipowski. Very cool. Matt and others here at the network did a great job putting together the VEASAN College Basketball Betting Guide. You can get it today when you become a VEASAN Pro subscriber at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Thanks, Matt. We appreciate the time today. Okay, you bet. Thank you. It's a crazy sport. Is that going to be the new norm from last year? Well, we've seen uh, in terms of the... Just absolute chaos and you have no idea who's going to make the Final Four. Yeah. Well, we've seen a lot of mid-majors make the run. But again, as we were talking about uh, during the break, I'd rather be lucky than good. 
Miami was down and out against Drake in the first round. Should have lost. Went to the Final Four. Florida Atlantic had a controversial call go their way. Memphis should have beat them. They go to the Final Four. Sure. And and they were beat at the buzzer to go to the national title game. Yeah, right. How do you... Come on. Who's placing a future on Purdue? you got to be kidding No chance. Absolutely none. They lose to a 16 seed and they go out early every year. With Painter as the head coach? Come Come on. Yeah. All right, this is VEASAN's Follow the Money on the DraftKings Network. There's plenty more coming up today, including Gojo, Dan Lebetard, and Ross Tucker. And here at VEASAN, Paulie and I work with the sharpest betting experts in the business. You can check out all of our best analysis at VEASAN.com. Follow the Money has two more hours coming up here on VEASAN. And at the top of the hour, we do have a Game 7 tonight. And the NBA also tips off. We'll give you some of the bets that we like this year. Coming up next here on Follow the Money, it's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 